Welcome back to Sister Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church-related. My name is Allison C. Holt, and I am your host. Today, we are going to continue our journey through the Bible in 2024. Now, we have, we started at the book of Genesis. We just finished the book of Deuteronomy. Please go back and listen to each episode and glean from the word of God and pray to the Lord that you will be able to apply it to your life. Ask the Lord to enlighten you that he may tell you his secrets of the word of God. Now we are going to jump right into the book of Joshua. And we're going to start at Joshua, the first chapter. Listen, Moses led the people out of the land of Egypt. And now it is time for him to pass the baton over to Joshua, his aide. Why? Because Moses is not allowed to go into the promised land. Now, if you haven't been on the journey with us, you want to know why Moses cannot go into the promised land. I admonish you to go back and listen to the episodes. Okay, so now as we've all always done, what we're going to do is we're going to read chapter number one and we're going to read chapter number six of the book of Joshua and then we're going to come back and summarize what we have read. Now let's get into it. Joshua the first chapter starting at the first verse after the death of moses the servant of the lord the lord said to joshua son of nun moses's aid moses my servant is dead now then you and all these people get ready to cross the jordan river into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where your where you set your feet, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittites country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. My God from Zion, the Lord himself is encouraging Joshua 
to be strong and to be very courageous. He is encouraging Joshua to meditate on the law, the word of God that was given unto Moses and do not turn to the left, do not turn to the right. In other words, do not be distracted. Do not allow distractions to come upon you to make you turn from the word of God. Meditate on it day and night and be careful to do everything written within it. Listen, then you will be prosperous and successful. God is telling uh, Joshua, if you do these things, if you meditate on the word, if you uh, be careful to obey the word, he said you are going to be prosperous and you're going to be successful. Now, have not have I not commanded you Again, God is saying, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be fearful. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. My God, God is saying, don't be afraid. Don't have fear. You know, the Bible tells us God has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and of a sound mind. Do not be afraid. Why? Because God himself is with you. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready three days from now you will cross the jordan here to go into uh, go in and take possession of the land the lord your god is giving you for your own but to the reubenites the gadites and the half tribe of manasseh joshua said remember the command that moses the servant of the lord gave you the lord your god is giving you rest and has granted you this land basically on this side of jordan god has given you this land your wives your children and your livestock may stay in the land that moses gave you east of the jordan but all your fighting men fully armed must cross over ahead of your brothers you are to help your brothers until the lord give them rest as he has done for you and until they too have taken possession of the land that the lord your god is giving them after that you may go back and occupy your own land which moses the servant of the lord gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. Then they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, hmm, fully obeyed Moses. Okay. I don't know about that. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so will we obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey your words, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and very courageous. My God. And that is it for chapter one. <coughs> Excuse me, a very short chapter. 
But listen, there's a point that stands out to me, and I don't know if you recognize it or not, but we're going to talk about it. If we go back to verse 12, and we're going to read verse 12 through verse 15. But to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you. The Lord your God has given you rest and has granted you this land. Your wives, your children, your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all your fighting men, fully armed, must cross over ahead of your brothers. You are to help your brothers until the Lord gives them rest as he has done for you and until they they too have taken possession of the land that the Lord your God has given them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. So listen, they have not, the children of Israel have not gone over the Jordan River yet. However, certain of the tribes of Israel took their possession on the east side of the Jordan. My goodness, their inheritance. However, you know, Joshua begin to say your your wives, your all your possession, your wives, your children, all of your possession, they're going to stay here. However, the strong men or the warriors, they're going to get fully armed in their battle attire and they are going to go before the rest of the people crossing over the Jordan. Why? Because they're going to fight uh, in the battle with them. Now listen, this is a, a key part here that I want to bring out. And what I can see here is that basically we are our brother's keeper. We are supposed to be there for our brothers and our sisters in Christ. Just like it happened here in the book of Joshua chapter 1. They had their inheritance. God had already blessed them on the east side of Jordan. But the rest of the people had to go over the Jordan to fight uh, the people on the other side of the Jordan. And guess what the Lord wanted them to do? They wanted them, after they've already received their blessing, after they've already received their inheritance, they had to go over with their brothers in order to fight in the battle for or with their brothers. In order for their brothers to possess their possession in order for their brothers to gain their inheritance. So listen, let me tell you, it's not about you when you come to Christ. It's always about somebody else. The Bible tells us to take on the mind of Christ. What was the mind of Christ? Jesus, a king, came down in the likeness of sinful flesh in the human body and he became a servant he became a servant listen he was a servant he did not count it robbery that he was to leave heaven leave uh his statue as a a king basically um the son of god and come down upon this earth to be a servant yes 
when we come to Christ, it's not just about us. We are serving. We are supposed to serve. We're supposed to serve others. We're supposed to help others. Please, please, especially new believers. I am talking to you right now when you come over to the body of christ know within yourself that you are coming to be a servant to others in order to have the mind of christ in order to be in the likeness of god to be the image of god god is love we've learned that god said love so we have to love one another and we have to love others we have to uh be there to encourage others in Christ to follow after Jesus Christ. We have to encourage others. We have to help others to know God, to experience God. It's not that we come into, uh, um, into the body of Christ, become a Christian, and we do what we desire to do and we don't help others. That's what it's all about. It's about helping others. That's what Jesus Christ did when he came down upon this earth. It was about helping others. It was about showing compassion. And when we get to the New Testament, we will read a lot about how Jesus showed compassion upon the people. My God from Zion, this is a great point here uh, to expound on how uh, the, those that had already got their blessing, those that had already gained their inheritance had to go with their brothers to fight in the battle in order for their brothers to gain their inheritance. Yes, we are our brother's keepers. Yes, we are in this thing together. Listen, when you see your brother or your sister hurting, please don't turn your face away from them. Please be there to assist, be there to help, be there to encourage, be there to pray, be there to teach whatever the God has given you, the God, the heaven, heavenly father, the great I am, the God of the heaven and the earth whatever he has given you whatever gift that he has given you use that gift not only to help your brother and your sister in christ but also to help your brother and your sister to gain the knowledge of christ to come in to the knowledge of jesus christ that meaning those that are um not uh considered in the body of christ are not considered as a christian those that need to need guidance if you will those that need guidance those that need knowledge listen the bible tells us that the people of god are destroyed for the lack of knowledge you can find that in the book of hosea the people of god are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge the knowledge that they didn't consider listen if the people coming into christ i call them new believers if they do not know the word of god if they don't know the things of god if they don't know the characteristics of god and you are there you that has been in the way and i don't want to say just in the way i mean in the way you've been a christian for a matter of time and you have learned something about God, about his characteristics, about his commandments. The Bible tells us to be careful, to obey. Please, I admonish you to help others, to encourage others, to teach others about the Lord God and his word. My God from Zion, just like 
here we are our brother's keeper my god on zion i just had to get that out because it stood out to me as we begin to read the scriptures yes we are our brother's keeper and we are here not only for ourselves yes god is going to bless us tremendously for being obedient to his commandments but he wants us to uh be used by him we are his hands and his feet we are his mouthpiece to encourage somebody else along the way that god loves them that jesus died upon the cross for them that jesus came and redeemed us from our sin he purchased us hallelujah the devil does not own us and we do not own ourselves jesus died upon the cross to purchase us to redeem us so we belong to jesus christ no matter how the enemy may be telling you that you belong to me you do not belong to the devil you do not belong to demons you do not belong to his cohort you do not belong to the kingdom of darkness you belong to the kingdom of light which is god the father that is who you belong to that is your husband man jesus christ is the bridegroom and you are the bride don't let the enemy uh lie to you don't let the enemy confuse you i am telling you right now that you belong to jesus christ you are the bride of christ and we're going to go on to Joshua chapter 6. Let's see what Joshua chapter 6 has to tell us. Then we're going to come back and we are going to do a summary of Joshua 1 and Joshua 6. Let us read Joshua chapter 6 starting at the first verse. Now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the israelites listen when the israelites came over to the promised land let me tell you the people hadn't already heard about them oh yes and they were fearful because the israelites served the great i am they heard about the battles they heard about the winds they heard about how they slaughtered the people so jericho is a city and the Bible says Jericho was shut up. They were tightly closed. The gates were closed. Everything was shut up because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one went in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men march around the city listen god is giving specific details specific instructions we learned about that in the book of exodus come on somebody go back and listen to the podcast concerning the book of exodus about how god gives specific details he gives specific instructions let's listen to what god had to say to joshua God began to say, march around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for 
six days. Does this sound familiar? God created the earth, heavens and the earth in six days. Have seven priests carrying trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. We learned about the ark of the covenant. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times. Listen, for six days, you're going to march around the city one time. You're going to have the priest blowing the horns. You're going to have the men, the mighty men marching. But on the seventh day, I want you to march around the city seven times with the priest blowing the horns and with the mighty men. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpet, when the priest blow for a long time have all the people give a loud shout now listen this time uh on the on the six days when they marched around one time all the people all the israelites were with them all the israelites marched around the city of jericho jericho was a wall city that meaning they had uh walls of high you know, they had a gate you had to go in. Uh, a lot of the cities back in those days, uh, houses, the walls were so thick that houses were built on top of the walls. So you can just imagine how thick this wall was. Now it said on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets have all the people give a loud shout then the wall of the city will collapse and the people will go up every man straight in so joshua son of nun called the priests and said to them take up the ark of the covenant of the lord and have seven priests carrying trumpets in front of it and he ordered the people advance march around the city with the armed guard going ahead of the ark of the lord when joshua had spoken to the people the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the lord went forward blowing their trumpets and the ark of the lord's covenant followed them the armed guard marched ahead of the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time the trumpets were sounding. But Joshua had commanded the people, do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voice. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once. Then the people returned to the camp and spent the night there. I just have to stop here. Can you imagine all of the Israelites, all of the people that came uh, out of um, Egypt were many, many, millions if you will. Can you, and, and uh, out of those that did not die in the wilderness, my God, can you imagine all of these people 
walking around the walls or walking around this city and they could not say a peep and they did not say a peep can you imagine any leaders out there come on somebody anybody that's a leader can you imagine leading a mass of people telling them to march around this city for six days and I, you cannot mumble, you can't say a word. Can you imagine that happening? I'm just thinking, my God from Zion, I, I don't know. I don't know in these in 2024, I don't know if you can have a mass of people walk around a city and nobody say nothing. Not in 2024, I, I, it, it would have to be a miracle. It would have to be truly a work of the Lord because in these days and times, people, oh my God, from Zion, I just want to say it. People don't know how to shut their mouths. They do not know how to be quiet. So this is standing out to me how they marched around the city, not only once, but they did it for six days and nobody said a word my god god is so good let's continue to read okay okay verse 12 joshua got up early the next morning and the priest took up the ark of the lord the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward marching before the ark of the lord and blowing the trumpets the armed men went ahead of them and the rear god followed the ark of the lord while the trumpets kept sounding so on the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp they did this for six days on the seventh day they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner except that on that day they circled the city seven times the seventh time around when the priest sounded the trumpet blast joshua commanded the people shout for the Lord has given you the city. Oh my God from Zion. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab, the prostitute, and all who were with her in her house shall be spared. Because she hid the spies we sent. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking away of them otherwise you will make the camp of israel of the the camp of israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it all the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the lord and must go into his treasury when the trumpet sounded the people shouted and at the sound of the trumpet when the people gave their loud shout the wall collapsed so every man charged straight in 
and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword every living thing in it. Men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. Joshua said to the two men that had spied out the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring her out and all who belong to her in accordance with your oath to her. So the young men, the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brothers and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned the whole city and everything in it. But they put the silver and the gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho. And she lives among the Israelites to this day. At that time, Joshua pronounced that solemn oath. Cursed before the Lord is the man who undertakes to rebuild this city, Jericho, at the cost of his firstborn son, who he laid its foundations, at the cost of his youngest, who he set up his gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame spread throughout the land. My God, my God, did you hear what Joshua said? Joshua said, he pronounced a solemn oath. Cursed before the Lord is the man who undertakes to rebuild this city, Jericho. Uh, basically Joshua cursed the land he cursed the city he said that the cost is going to be on your firstborn and the cost is going to be on his youngest so my god my god we have to take all of this stuff in consideration we're not going to go too deep into it but that is for maybe maybe that'll be for the YouTube channel don't forget to go and watch um Allison Holt, go to my YouTube channel, Allison C as in cat, Holt, which is the Bible Basics Builder. So if you're a new believer, if you're new to Bible study, or you're looking for a Bible study community, or you're just curious about the basics of Christianity, listen, go over to YouTube, look for Allison C. Holt, Bible Basics Builder. Um, like if we're just out of the corral, we're just starting up. We're getting started for to bring forth a Bible or to create or gather a Bible study community. So if you want to be a part of that community, go over to Bible Basics Builder, Allison C. Hope. Now, let's do a breakdown here of Joshua chapters 1 and chapter 6. Now, listen, there were strict details given in, in chapter 6. You go around the city uh, for six days. 
you go around the city once for six days you don't say a word uh the the priests blow the trumpets on the seventh day i want you to get up early i want you to go around the city seven times on the seventh day i want the priest to blow the trumpets and at the last long blast of the trumpet i want you joshua to tell the people to shout and that is what happened and joshua told the people to shout the people shouted the walls fell down listen the 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 prostitute rahab she lived on the wall her house was built on the wall so listen go back here in the book of deuteronomy and read about um the spies that were sent to jericho and um actually not deuteronomy let's see here that's in the book of joshua yeah joshua the second chapter read joshua the second chapter Joshua, the second chapter, read about how the spies went out to spy out um, Jericho and how the prostitute Rahab hid the spies from the people and how she lived on the wall that will, her house was built on top of the wall. So that kind of gives you an idea of how thick the walls were so when the people went around the city the seventh time listen when they blew with the trump blew with the trumpets and the people shouted the walls fell down now listen I, we can go into the scientific nature of this we can think about how the people going around the city and how the marching of the people so many people we can look at it scientifically how this would um no doubt disturb the ground disturb the soil and then on the seventh day they went around it seven times so the six days kind of broke the soil up we can look at it look at it naturally we can look at it spiritually we can look at it naturally look at it scientifically okay going around it six times see god is infinite in his wisdom god is very wise we can look at the wisdom of god here how he had the people to go around the city six times and we can say you know that was breaking loosening up the soil loosening up the ground and when they went because it was many people it was thousands millions of people walking around this city so of course it's going to disturb the impact of the city they did it for six days and then on the seventh day they did it for seven times so you can imagine that the soil was broken up the foundation of what have you was destroyed and the walls came down also through by the power of god listen god is infinite in his wisdom listen the earth will do whatever god tells it to do the earth is alive come on somebody the stars are alive we may not see it in our nature with our natural eye but in the spirit realm everything lives in the spirit random that's a little bit too deep right now so we're going to go ahead and go over the summary 
of Joshua chapter 1 and chapter 6. Okay, let's see what we have here. Now, Joshua's chapter 1 and 6 are significant chapters in the book of Joshua, which is which is part of the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, and the Christian Bible. These chapters depict the commencement of Joshua's leadership over the Israelites following Moses' death. We read that in chapter 1. God began to tell, excuse me, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you are the successor. You are going to lead the people into the promised land which is the land of Canaan, also known as the land of milk and honey. These chapters depict the commencement of Joshua's leadership over the Israelites following Moses' death and the capture of Jericho, respectively. Here's a summary. Joshua chapter 1, the transition of leadership after the death of Moses, God appoints Joshua as the new leader of the Israelites charging him with the task of leading the people into the promised land, Canaan. God assures Joshua of his presence and support, similar to that which Moses had. He commands Joshua to be strong and courageous. Remember, God continued, to, he told him more than once in so many words, to be strong and courageous. Then he came back and told him, be strong and very courageous. Now, when God reiterates something or when God says something more than one time, the exact same thing, we have to pay attention to what God is telling us. Now, for him to tell Joshua more than once to be strong and very courageous, that is letting us know and that is letting Joshua know that it's going to be a hard road ahead. It's going to be a task ahead of you, but... God said that he was going to be with him. He would never leave him and he would never forsake him. He also said, do not be fearful. Do not be afraid because he was going to be with him. So when we hear God say the same thing more than once, be mindful that God is telling us that for a reason. Just like if you have a dream. If you have the same dream more than once, be mindful and study that dream out and see and ask the Lord to enlighten you. Ask the Lord, the Lord to open up your understanding because definitely God is speaking to you in your dreams. Okay, so uh, God commands Joshua to be strong and courageous to obey the law given to Moses and not to deviate from it. Joshua then commands the officers to prepare the people to cross the Jordan River in three days. He specifically instructs the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They are our brother's keepers. Remember, we talked about that. Who had already received their inheritance on the east side of Jordan, to assist in leading the other tribes. The tribes affirm their support for Joshua, echoing God's command to be strong and courageous, and they warn that anyone who rebels against Joshua, Joshua's orders will be put to death. So yeah, they were on Joshua's side, you know, to encourage him and to encourage the people. 
to not be fearful and afraid. Now, Joshua chapter 6, the fall of Jericho. Now, this chapter describes the fall of the city of Jericho, making the first major conquest by the Israelites in the land of Canaan. So, Jericho was the first major conquest when they entered into the promised land. God gives Joshua specific instructions for capturing Jericho. The Israelites are to march around the city once a day for six days with the Ark of the Covenant and seven priests blowing trumpets made from ram's horns. On the seventh day, they are to march around the city seven times. And after the seventh circuit, the priests are to blow the trumpets. Upon hearing the sound, the people are to shout loudly. The walls of Jericho then collapsed, allowing the Israelites to enter the city and to capture it. Now listen, the destruction of Jericho. Following God's command, the Israelites destroyed everything in the city except for Rahab and her family. Listen, when God says do it, he wants it done and he wants it done according to what he tells us. That means destroy everything except Rahab and her family. That means to destroy man. That means to destroy women. That means to de destroy uh, children, to destroy babies, to destroy animals everything had to be destroyed and listen god does not give such instructions a dry long soul he gives those instructions for a reason so your job is to do research and find out why uh such um harsh instructions came to the city of jericho <coughs> excuse me because as we read farther on in the scripture, farther on in the, the Bible, we'll find out that there were cities or there were people that God told the Israelites to leave alone. So we want to know why did God say destroy, utterly destroy some people and do nothing to others. There's a reason why God is very infinite in his wisdom. And there is a reason for everything that God tells us to do. So I want to leave that with you. Let that be some research for yourself. Why did they have to destroy everything in the city of Jericho? Deeper. Think deeper. We're just reading uh, the, we're just looking at the uh, um, the words on, on the, the black and white, the words on the page. We're not really going deep into the scriptures. Not yet. We're just reading the stories and we're gathering what we can gather from the stories. But we're going to come to a point where we're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. We're going to have to look a little bit deeper. We're going to have to understand why, what, when who we're going to have to know all of those things and we can do that now however we're just going to read through this at this point i'm trying to get get caught up because we're supposed to be in the book of judges today but we're still in the book of joshua so until we get caught up to the book of judges where we belong 
we're just going to briefly go through it. Once we get caught up, we will do a little bit in-depth study. Okay, so the curse of rebuilding Jericho. Joshua pronounces a curse on anyone who will rebuild the city of Jericho, stating that it would be done at the cost of his firstborn son to lay the foundation and his youngest son to set up the gates. My God from Zion. So basically the city was cursed. This These chapters highlight the themes of faith, obedience to God, and divine assist, excuse me, assistance in the conquest of the Israelites. Joshua's leadership and the miraculous fall of Jericho set the stage for further conquest in the promised land. Listen, we are just getting started. We are going to go over to chapter 7 and chapter 10. And we are going to find out what these chapters are telling us. And listen, I want you to remember here in chapter 6, how Joshua began to tell the people that everything of the city belongs to the Lord. Let's find that scripture. Let's see. Go back to chapter 6, verse 18. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them otherwise you will take make the camp of israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it all the silver the gold the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the lord and must go into his treasury listen that is very important to listen to that particular scripture as we go on to chapter seven listen we are going to pray may god bless and keep you may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you may he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen thank you for listening to sister alec st where we talk about all things church related in the year 2024 we are on a journey through the bible and we are learning and we are gleaning and we are listening to what god has to say for us and we are praying that god help us to apply his commandments, his laws, his rules, his principles. Help us apply it all to our lives that we may be righteous in the eyesight of God. We do not care about what man think about us. We want to be righteous in God's eyesight. And that is our prayer as we go throughout the journey of the Bible is to keep or be careful as the scriptures say, be careful to be reminded of the word of God. Thank you for listening to Sister Alec T, where we talk about all things church related. Please like, comment, follow, share, follow this ministry on all social media platforms. Look for Lighting Darkness, L-I-T. Look for Allison C. Hope. Don't forget to go over to YouTube and listen and look and view and see what we have going on over there. I want to tell you that I love you. I encourage you to be strong and very courageous 
in Jesus Christ who strengthens you. Amen and amen. I'll talk to you soon.